everyone and welcome to a cup of coffee. Uh, my name is Aman. I'm here with my co-host Omer and our guest Hamad. Uh, Hamad, why don't you introduce yourself? Hello, I am Hamad. I am a uh, junior at UT Dallas studying biology, but my passion lies in filmmaking and 3D art. Or not filmmaking, but movies in general. <laughs> awesome. Um, well, we're going to start off with what are you a nerd about, but you guys have done okay, that so, that way. So, so, you so yeah. <laughs> no, if you want to go, just, you uh, go a little more in depth about those things, then by uh, all means, this is all you. So I've always liked watching movies, like even as a kid, but lately it's been like more of, uh, I don't want to say problem, but I spend way too much time watching movies and video essays and all that kind of stuff. And lately, I also got into 3D art, making 3D models, trying to express myself through that. Um, yeah. That's dope. So, so what about movies that you particularly enjoy? Like, is it like the characters or cinematography or sound design? Like what particular trait? I like trait how about everything movies? combines to form a message. Like... If you want to talk, make a movie about friendship, you can make a Darman video saying, wow, friend bullies somebody and then he gets punished. Or you can make the Lord of the Rings trilogy, which is a story about a group of friends who go on an adventure and it's supplemented with the great cinematography, sound design, editing that makes it the work of art that it is. So... Yeah, how the overall message is displayed through those means. So kind of like the directing way. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I think just the way that everything creates a uh, like that, that kind of picture, like you, you kind of recognize it. So like, I mean, I, I feel like for you, Hamad, or like for, for any of us, but probably for you, because you're really, really into movies, there was probably a point that like you started recognizing all the things that went into creating a good movie. But like before mm -hmm. that, I'm sure that still affected you. You just weren't like actively paying attention to it. Like when you were a kid and you saw like some really cool movie and then you were just like thinking about it for the next few days and you were like, you know, like saw Pirates of the Caribbean and you were just like in the world of pirates for a few days after that, right? Something like yeah. that. Like, like it still affected you, but now you get to appreciate why that, that affects you. So I guess like my question based off of that is like, do you want like, do you actively watch movies like thinking about all the things that are, that are, that they're doing well? Or do you like? I try not to. Yeah. I try to just be in the moment, but I end up being like, holy crap, that was a good cut. Yeah. Or holy crap, they, I loved how the lighting looked. I don't know, stuff like that. Yeah. It, sort of in the same it vein. Stands like, out. Yeah. Like, uh, sort of in the same vein, like when watching a movie, like I'm sure if you've watched enough movies, you, and you know, I, I know that you use Letterbox a lot, right? Uh, or used to. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, but like, um, basically when you watch enough movies, you start to look at movies more critically and less, uh, you know, you start to analyze them more from how good they are from a filmmaking perspective and not just as I'm enjoying a movie in the moment. And how do you, how do you, do you have trouble separating those two mindsets? Um, I don't know. There's like some movies that are. You're watching for how it looks. If like it looks beautiful, but there's also some movies that you're watching for the message. <laughs> I'm not sure how I separate that. I just feel like an uh, instinctive kind of thing. Uh, not really. Uh, it was more like um, 
like you know how you can enjoy a bad movie mm-hmm. without because you're not looking at it critically like you know if yeah. you're watching like a fast and furious movie you're going to go mm-hmm. into that you're going to turn off your brain you're going to enjoy it but like yeah. a movie with similar quality that's like a fantasy you won't do the same thing because you expect more of it. right even if you but like what i'm trying to say is in those two moves had the same quality, but one you grow in with your brain turned off and one you go in, you know, not looking at it critically, right? Mm-hmm. Well, looking at it critically. So I'm just saying, how do you separate the critic's mindset from like a casual movie going experience? I'm actually not sure how I do it. <laughs> I'll admit it. Um, how does he do it? I don't know how I do it. <laughs> it just happens. <laughs> it's all natural. Um, but yeah, I do watch bad movies with a different lens that I do good movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess there's but just like just... expectations that that you go into it with. Like I, I wouldn't yeah. if it's just like some random movie that like I, I'm like with my friends and they're like, oh, you know, this looks like dumb. You know, we'll just go like watch it, right? And then like we'll just have a good time. Versus like if I'm going on opening night to see the new Spider-Man movie, I'm gonna lot of expectations you know so mm-hmm. i guess um it'd be like expectations going into it but i think um along those lines like the there's so many different ways in which that you can like appreciate a movie and so much that like going to the theaters versus like watching something at home and just appreciating the beauty of it does for like the movie experience so like how has that um changed for you growing up like you know, the way that you used to see movies and like how, what are the different ways in which that you enjoy it? And like, why do you love, um, I know we all love watching movies, but since you have a particular interest in it, you can probably give us a little more insight to like what makes these things, what makes films so amazing? Um, well, I, I saw when I was younger, I would just watch movies with the family. We'd have like movie night where we'd get popcorn and sit in front of the TV, watch a movie at night, which was which is probably still my favorite way to watch a movie. But of course, that doesn't happen as much. I nowadays just watch it on my laptop. I even watch them while I'm like doing exercise or stuff outside, just have them have the laptop to the side and watching. Nice. But um, yeah, I like watching like Devoted. So in, in theaters or with the family. How the movie, how the, how the movie going experience has changed. Um, I don't know. <laughs> with, with my um i have watched a lot more movies now than when i was younger so i do make a lot of comparison with other movies mm-hmm. whenever i watch me i'm like oh this movie did the same thing mm-hmm. i can't think of a movie without thinking this is a plus b and this is c uh, the combination of those two yeah seeing a lot of movies you probably see that a lot just the yeah you know, the you know like the tropes or influences the callbacks and stuff yeah yeah, yeah that, that sounds awesome. I didn't like understand so many tropes until I watched Shawshank, and then I was like, "Oh my god, that that's where they get like every prison movies, like <laughs> every prison movies based off of this." Or, or like yeah. when you watch a lot of fantasy, you saw a lot of fantasy before you watched Star Wars, which I did. I watched Star Wars until I was like ten or eleven, but I watched a whole bunch of fantasy before that. And then you watch Star Wars, and you're like, "Why are?" All of these movies are ripping off Star Wars. Yeah. 
Like, exactly. uh, like and I felt that Star Wars ripped off of Dune. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. Is anything truly original? Yeah. Because, mm. like, I watched, uh, like, Aragon uh, a couple years ago. It, the movie's not very good. The book's not very good either. Talk about that. The book's not that good yeah. either, looking back. I, I don't know how my brother read through all of them. The, the, fir- the first one, the first one is literally you can't see Star Wars. It's medieval Star Wars. It has the same plot structure. Like the guy's, you know, adopted parents die. He gets a superpower. His mentor dies. How? It's, it's it's exactly the same. It's really interesting to see like how different media takes influence from each other. But yeah, speaking of bad movies, what's uh, what's a movie that everyone seems to like and you know critics seem to love it people seem to love it but you just you just can't buy but it's it's you it's it's not enjoyable at all i get a lot of hate for this oh no it's gonna be a marvel movie it is (laughs) i knew it (laughs) um what was it called spider-man um no way home the newest no I, mean, I i get why it's so good but the thing is you need so much nostalgia behind it to make it good like oh. i don't i honestly don't care for the og raimi spider-man and oh, that's what it relies on it's like you have to like these movies to like this movie um on the other side of the field i actually liked suicide squad the wow. first the first Jared leto as the do- joker uh, i yeah, yeah. Oh no! I, I I can't even enjoy oh. I can't even enjoy that movie from like a Fast and Furious brain type movie. It's just <laughs> I, I oh my god! Like oh, that's <laughs> anyways. Sorry, some technical difficulties, but uh, the bottom line is that Hamad is canceled because he likes Suicide Squad. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey! And not <laughs> Spider Man. Oh man, that's I mean, how okay. I like some. No, I liked it. I just don't think it's as it it's as good as people say. I don't think it's nearly as good okay, as people but say. Like, but it's it's all right. Okay, I can understand that. But like, what's a good movie that you just despise? I don't know. Is Free Guy a good movie? I I hated that. You didn't like Free Guy at all. I liked it. Yeah, it might be my worst movie that came out in twenty twenty one. Really? Why? Why didn't you like it? It, it it was um have you seen it i've seen it i don't know if i've seen it there's that there's that uh, one scene towards the end of it where he like pulls out the lightsaber and the avengers music music plays and he has the captain america shield too <laughs> that was and then he like hulk smashes somebody that, was cringe, I'm not, that that <laughs> scene ruined the whole movie for me really that lie. one scene just ruined everything that one i scene. was willing to forget about it i was like yeah we'll just pretend that didn't happen and then I saw, like, when I was, when I had Letterboxd at that time, when I was looking at the reviews, people were like, oh, my God, they got, um, what's his name, Chris Evans in the movie. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> he has a lightsaber. Uh, oh, my God. I, I, I don't think. Yeah, I, I didn't like it. Yeah, I think, like, people just loving stuff for the sake of loving it, you know, is, is like, not great. But I think, like, the reason I like that movie is because I went in with, like, not, not very many expectations. I was like, this is just a casual. I was watching it on a plane. I was like. I was like, I just need something to watch to pass the time so that I can get back to my house. So like, I was just like, you know, this looks chill. So I didn't really care when I was watching it. I didn't really have expectations. I just thought it was going to be dumb. I was like, it's Ryan Reynolds, so I can expect like him to be funny. But other than that, I didn't know anything or expect much. 
I think that's why I like it. I also it. didn't like the Twitch streamers in it. That was another thing I didn't oh, like. Oh, yeah. I was... They had Pokemon and they had Ninja. <laughs> when Ninja had, um, came in, I was. Who else did they have? I don't remember. Yeah, I didn't. But they had some other people. Yeah. Um, yeah. I plan on seeing it eventually on like my movie night or something. I'm sorry, I, didn't, I hope I didn't ruin it for you. <laughs> it's not a bad. Uh, no, I just don't I have mean, it, I I didn't. I didn't have expectations. Perfect. Yeah. You'll feel about it. All right. Is that it? Speak, yeah, I think more on expectations. Is there any time you went into a theater with extremely high expectations and just walked away like, I want a refund? Dune. I I had been hyped for Dune for like three years since it was first announced that Denis Villeneuve was directing it. I was like, okay, I've heard a lot of about this book. I'll even start reading the book for the movie. And... um it was all right. It, it was a good movie, but it's just it, my expectations were way too high for it. It could have never lived up to it. Um, it felt a lot like they had to stuff some characters in there because they advertised that this actress or actor is in the movie and stuff like that. It felt a lot like it was forced. I'm not sure if that's describing it well, but uh, the movie was still really good. <laughs> I haven't seen it, so I can't. I can't comment mm-hmm. on that. Yeah, just uh, speaking, backing up of what you said about uh, you really enjoying uh, Dennis Villeneuve's movies. I'm pronouncing that wrong. Um, yeah. So, uh, what what's your favorite movie? It's also a Danny Villeneuve movie, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. A lot of people already know this, but that movie is amazing. I'll admit it doesn't have the best narrative, but it looks so good that it doesn't even matter. <laughs> the I love cyberpunk aesthetic. Yeah. Futuristic cyberpunk. Um, near future, I guess. And that just does such a good job of describing the grittiness, but also in that grittiness there's a inner beauty of a city and how it um how it functions, I guess. And it also has a good philosophical message of what does it mean to be human? The movie has a um, overarching theme of the main character trying to figure out if his memories are implanted or if his memories are actually his. It gets to the point where it's like, does it even matter if your memories are yours? Because you have the memories. So that makes you human, right? It's, it's, it's very thought-provoking. Wow. <laughs> oh, my memory is mine. <laughs> that sounds insane so huh yeah that that cyberpunk aesthetic is so cool and just like i love movies that just that make you think or like any kind of tv show or movie that's just like you just kind of like sit there and mm-hmm. stare at the ceiling afterwards and you're just like am i really <laughs> <laughs> those yeah. are those are always good that's how you know i think like a movie doesn't have to be um you know it just doesn't always i think that that's another beautiful thing about like this kind of creative expression is like movies don't have to have a happy ending like they can choose whether or not like and and i mean even if they don't even if they do have a happy ending like they don't have to make you feel good necessarily yeah like they 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 have to make you feel some sort of emotion that's what i'm looking for is like okay if you make me like feel sad on a, like a scale like but it's like a nine out of ten for sadness right i feel like that sad versus like seven out of ten happy you know like i would prefer the movie that makes me feel sad just because it invoked more emotion um mm-hmm. yeah i think that's why like we tend to 
like you'd prefer a really bad movie or over a movie that's just meh and just leaves you with nothing. Yeah, it has to be one of the two extremes. Yeah, like with a really bad movie, at least you can laugh at it or you can feel really angry at it for wasting your time or something. Like for a meh movie, you just you just left with nothing. Like uh, like we both went to see Solo a couple of years ago and neither of us remember anything about the movie. Yeah, I, I like Solo. <laughs> uh, I'm sure you did. I have no. I, I don't remember what right there. Hello, that first poster. Oh wow! <laughs> oh, that's uh, that's dope. Yeah, Lando. Yeah. I don't know. For me, it just it just left me with nothing, mm-hmm. and I don't think about the movie. Yeah, and not like left me with nothing in the sense of like it left me empty. Like I just don't remember what happened. <laughs> like, <laughs> so Solo was was fun. Um, if they played um, on Solo in the credits, that would have been much better. I would have definitely remembered it. But <laughs> um, they didn't do that. So <clears throat> I think forgettable movies are probably worse for me than movies that are just so bad that you like remember how bad they are. <clears throat> a few days ago, I watched the Blair Witch Trials with some of my friends, or like probably like last week or something. I watched the Blair Witch Trials. Blair Witch Project, Blair Witch actually. Project. Sorry, my bad. We kept we. Uh, I'm, I'm a fake fan, but um, <laughs> I, I, I like we we didn't really enjoy the movie that much because we were expecting like like a lot because <laughs> we were just like oh my god it's gonna be a horror and it has like for a horror movie there's like pretty good reviews and we're just like ready to get scared mm-hmm. and like the whole time we we're just like waiting for something to happen and like nothing was happening and so then we just started laughing at like the the awkward cuts when like they would just be like yelling at each other and then it would cut to them just like to being totally fine we were like this is just so so funny but i guess like at the time and part of the movie is like that yeah, I think it's a product of its time. Yeah, definitely. It's very dated mm-hmm. now because everyone's done that and yeah. better. Mm-hmm. So I thought I thought it was cool, um, but I definitely like also enjoyed just trashing on it with my friends. That was fun. I think Blair Witch was the first ever found footage film, or that style of yeah. film. Oh, that's why it's popular, I guess. Probably, <laughs> yeah. I I think it's interesting that you can have like that kind of a genre just like stem from a certain like movie and you could just go mm-hmm. back and be like wow this is where it all started <laughs> it's funny like mm-hmm. anime has such specific genres <laughs> i heard the other day that there's a genre what is the genre for konosuba homer <laughs> uh isekai yeah isekai it's just it's a it's an incredible has, yeah gets transported to a fantasy world yeah like that's a very specific genre <laughs> like, i was like it happens so often that it has its own name yeah it's just so <laughs> funny that like because i was describing the plot to someone and they were like oh yeah that's a whole genre and i was like what i thought this was like its own <laughs> show and they were like no there's a ton of shows to do that i was like okay i guess i'll take it like, I, I like that <laughs> but yeah like Whenever something is really popular, it tends to spawn a whole bunch of stuff that's like trying to spin off of that. Like I think uh, the isekai genre sort of spun off of Sword Art Online being popular yeah. in like 2012. 100. Uh, yeah. So and just like how all those found footage uh, horror movies in the early 2000s uh, were influenced by Player Witch, like uh, the Paranormal Activity series. But, yeah, that became huge. I think Speaking of genres, Hamad, what is your favorite genre? Sci-fi. I, I like I like sci-fi movies. They challenge how you think that whole what makes somebody human. Um, that's really cool. Time travel is fun, which is also sci-fi, I guess. Yeah. 
I just like how sci-fi is very close to home. It's it's very <clears throat> you can say it's very realistic, but it has like one aspect that it just twists a little bit and it makes a whole movie off of that one aspect. Like time travel, it's it's just a normal world, but now you can travel through time. Yeah. Um, stuff like that. <laughs> I like how. Yeah, close to home and um, yet so different at the same time. I can say this. Doctor Who does kind of sci-fi, right? <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I think so. Yeah, I've, I've like, I, I haven't, like, I literally know like little to nothing about Doctor Who, but I'm pretty sure mm. it's sci-fi. So, uh, and I know that you freaking yeah. love Doctor Who, so. <laughs> Doctor Who is so good. <laughs> How many seasons are there now? Most of my favorite shows are about um, sci-fi. Oh, yeah. yeah, Doctor Who, Cowboy Bebop, Steins Gate, mm-hmm. Mr. Robot. Yeah, I haven't seen Mr. I heard Mr. Robot's really good as well. I haven't seen that though. But yeah, sci-fi as a genre is like is great. I, I kind of like, I really loved. <laughs> so it was funny when I was growing up. I didn't know that the Star Wars prequels were bad and I just loved uh, Revenge of the Sith so like I still think that Revenge of the Sith is a good movie um, but the other two I was just like I didn't really watch those that much but I would just go like I would just come home from school every day and just watch Revenge of the Sith over and over again that's the third one yeah, right? Yeah. is that the third one? yeah mm-hmm. and so I would just freaking love that movie so that was my <laughs> experience with sci-fi as a <laughs> child and um, and so I like got into Star-, Star Wars my friends would like buy the Legos and like play like the lego games and stuff like that um but i think mm-hmm. beyond star wars i never really ventured that far into sci-fi but i really really i probably should <laughs> hey you watch the marvel movies those are basically sci-fi that's true yeah endgame was <laughs> endgame so had some time travel in it so and we got multiverse doctor so doctor i want to say doctor who doctor strange <laughs> <laughs> yeah doctor strange is very sci-fi uh, no actually he's just mad Who's okay? (laughs) Is there like a line between science and that? I mean, Iron Man is very sci-fi. I would Mm -hmm. want to think. I guess I feel sci-fi. A lot of the time, we'll we'll just you know sometimes they'll just be like, "This is science." Just like that's definitely magic. They pretend. Yeah, yeah. The Jurassic Park movies. It's like Iron Man. (laughs) Like Iron Man's tech. Infinity War. That's definitely. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're just like oh, it's nanotech. <laughs> yeah, nanotech because that makes something, something quantum. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, in the quantum realm, things work like this. <laughs> like, yeah, because you can make that up because no one really knows what happens in the quantum realm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whenever, whenever you don't want to be magic, you just stick the words yeah. uh, nanochip or nanotech yeah. in quantum. It's like whenever you're talking about like computers, you just throw in the word mainframe and everyone's like, oh my God, he's hacking. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's basically like... Oh, it's just rapidly tapping the keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite scene for like computers and hacking in any show ever was in Arrow when they were like hacking each other's computers and from like one side, like he just blew up the other guy's computer. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. You can't just blow up someone's computer. That's not how this works. <laughs> it was so. It was so stupid. That that was definitely. I, was, I just couldn't. I couldn't take it seriously. <laughs> I was watching. Um, I guess I wouldn't be excited if they actually just one guy. 
Tapping That's true. Blinking <laughs> a couple of times. I guess so. Googling something. <laughs> At a center of div, he's just like Googling random computer science concepts and they're like, oh my God, this is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, or like my favorite show, but they're like, say it in English and the guy said it relatively straightforward. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. It's like he's using a PPO like this. Say it in English. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, this, this is so funny. What am I saying? I was saying that um, I was watching recently The Purge, the TV show for it. Um, there's one hacking scene, and while she's hacking, you see on the computer the um, YouTube play bar appear <laughs> because she's just watching a video of somebody <laughs> hacking. <laughs> That's so, so funny. Oh my god. I can't cut it out. That's so funny, dude. I love when there's just. That's actually more realistic. That's true, technically, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just google the video of how to hack <laughs> that that would be so that's so funny i i remember in uh game of thrones when they left a starbucks cup on the set <laughs> and everyone was like oh my god starbucks does not exist in this world it's so and i'm just like yeah i don't know how they managed to let that slip like there's just mm-hmm. a freaking in in it just shows you like how much is involved that like even a production that huge can make a mistake that big yeah. And not not notice it until they publish. Well, it. they made a lot of mistakes. So I'm not gonna <laughs> not gonna get into that. <laughs> but but yeah, I think that Starbucks cup was pretty emblematic of that whole season. I think so. <laughs> like I wasn't a Game of Thrones fan, but just like watching the whole fallout on social media about once beloved. Being universally hated by everyone who watched yeah, it. One, once the best show that you would ever have watched, ever, and everyone who watched it would tell you, like, oh my god, you have to watch this show, going from that all the way to uh, literally, there's, I think, one small Reddit community that actually enjoys the show. There's like 5,000, like, I think there's like 10,000 of them now, versus like the, like the 10 million that are on the sub that hate it. So there's. A lot of people that just, just don't like, but I, I can't. I can go on and on about Game of Thrones and how bad it is. But <laughs> I would love to hear more uh, about you, Hamad. And we talked a lot about movies, and we, we could get back to that um, if we have time. But I'm really, really excited to talk about your experience with 3D art and just your creative because exp- we've talked about film as creative expression, but your experience with ex- expressing your thoughts and your feelings creatively through the medium of 3D art just go into that a little tell us what it's like so i'll start out by saying the first ever piece of 3d art i made was a donut it, it had pink frosting and rainbow sprinkles i followed a tutorial for that and it turned out pretty well but since then i've made a lot of a lot of better i made ice cream with sprinkles wow. ice cream is um, probably a lot harder to make yeah because that's the little swirly yeah thing. <laughs> um but after I got my basics on it, I used Blender. It's a free 3D software. Strongly recommend it. Put like two hours into learning it. Follow the donut tutorial that I followed. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I like... Um, after I started getting into it, I just realized that I can do whatever I want in here. Like With film, you have to have actors. You have to have a microphone. You have to have a camera. You have to have um, a plan. You have to have a script. And if you make a mistake, you have to redo it. But with 3D art, you can, you, all you need is a computer, not even that great of a computer. You just need a computer and um, 
the experience to know what you're doing. I I don't need actors. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can make your own app. Yeah, so uh, exactly. I just get a 3D model of somebody online and put them into situations that I want to put them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I found that. Uh, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Keep going. Well, I found that with um, 3D art, I can. Um, I already said this, but I can express, express myself in new ways. I don't know where to go from here, but like. That's, yeah, I mean, what about 3D art specifically as opposed to digital 2D art? That is it that appeals to you? To be completely honest, I just never tried 2D art. <laughs> That's also, I, I'm not very good at painting or drawing. With 3D art, it's all geometric. Like I can have a cube and then I say, oh, divide this four times and then two times and make those windows. That's a building. Okay. With um, 2D art, I would need to know how a window looks. I mean, <laughs> not necessarily. It's just a square at that point and then you just divide it up yeah. and put it in windows. But, but I guess it's less but impressive in 2D art to just do that with yeah. probably higher expectations. Also, you have the freedom of doing different angles in 3D art. I can make my scene and then put the camera wherever I want. With 2D art, I imagine that would be a lot diff more difficult. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you kind of have a fixed angle with 2D art, and you have mm -hmm. to yeah. do everything to make sure you're not deviating from that perspective. Yeah. yeah. And you can do a lot of cool things. Unless you art, which, mm -hmm. yeah, unless you're doing deviating from it on purpose, mm -hmm. which is, you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Then you're just next level. You're allowed to break the rules. If you're <laughs> but if you're in an English class, you can't know, really. <laughs> Shakespeare did it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and how many people like Shakespeare right now, Omer? <laughs> Two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, controversial. <laughs> but 3D art uh, is, no, I'm is dope. Um, if you. So, like, if you, as someone who's a 3D artist, do you often pay attention to CGI in movies and stuff? I do. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, the only CGI you notice is the one that's bad, right? You don't notice good CGI. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you guys have seen The Social Network, the one common fact about it is that it has more CGI shot or more visual effects in it than Godzilla. Really? Because it's done so well. Um, but the thing is that with CGI in movies, uh, I don't know if I want to um, bash on people, but a lot of people do like just say that it it's bad and then end of story. But there's a huge there's there's corporations made for CGI and they have to um, appeal to the directors. Um, what's it called? Whims, I yeah. guess. And th that sometimes can be resulting in like it not looking perfect yeah. also time constraints things like that it results in mediocre or bad cgi yeah <laughs> that's true i've never seen someone be like walk out of a movie and be like oh my god the cgi was so good <laughs> in that they're usually <laughs> just like you know that that was so that was trash man like i could definitely mm -hmm. just didn't feel real at all <laughs> yeah it's, it's funny like no one no one ever compliments the the animators the way that they should that they yeah. deserve to be complimented Sometimes you do a really, really good I, mm -hmm. I started using Blender for CGI. I was like, I want to put explosions in videos that I take. Oh. And um, oh. 
I tried doing like, that. It, it's very it difficult. Sounds hard. Yeah. <laughs> I just tried to like, I would take a video of a wall and I tried to put like an air conditioning unit on the wall and I couldn't even do that. <laughs> it was really bad. Yeah. But it made me appreciate visual effects artists a lot oh, more. Yeah. You start to realize all the, the intricacies that go into everything they have to do and you're like, wow, they probably pour in a lot of time into this. And just to get as good as they are and even then it takes probably a ton of time to make what they do so it's crazy yeah it's absolutely insane so i mean what um about particularly about creative expression has uh you know 3d art opened up for you and if you want to talk a little bit about your your pieces in particular uh, you can go ahead and we would love that all right so I'll say during COVID, I was a lot like everybody else got like super depressed. I was like, what the heck am I doing with my life? I'm inside all day. So I started spending more time on 3D art, trying to show what I was feeling inside, I guess. So recently, you guys might have seen, you guys can put it on, on screen if you want. Um, I, I made a person working in a very claustrophobic room with a, um, a laptop as his only light source. I... I don't know. I was just thinking how much time I spend in front of my computer. And I, I was like, how to express this? Um, so yeah, I, I made that thought, put some alterations in it, made him like, I don't know, strapped in, I guess, but strapped in using his life supply or his blood, just showing that, um, this is his life. <laughs> this is all there is. That was, um, yeah, I like to express myself with how um, how I can depict myself in a three D setting through the through a virtual camera in a virtual environment. It's a lot easier than actually just telling people how I feel. Yeah, <laughs> and also there's some things that you just can't express with words. Sometimes you know, I mean, how do you how do you mm -hmm. express certain emotions through through words that you can just like show them? You know, like how you feel instead and. Uh, I think that's mm -hmm. the incredible thing about art in general. And I definitely felt something seeing that piece for the first time. That was, uh, thank you. Yeah, it, it was like, I'm honored. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, I was glad you on the podcast. So <laughs> there's a reason for it, but I think that that piece and just like in general, yeah, that, that whole time period in which we were just sitting inside, like it just felt so everything got so repetitive. And, um, mm -hmm. so, so I think we could all, relate to a piece like that just sitting in front of your computer yeah yeah definitely i mean it's been what almost two years now <laughs> it's been almost yeah, yeah it's, it's been a long time uh but just wondering like uh do you think there's any connection between uh you know a deeper connection between your love of movies and uh your interest in 3d art I mean, definitely. I wouldn't have started three, doing 3D art if I didn't want to make movies myself. <laughs> that whole, I want to put an explosion in a scene got me to where I am today. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't have known what an explosion was if I hadn't seen a movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would, uh, um, maybe you would have seen one. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've ever seen one in real life. Yeah. Uh, have you, have you guys seen explosions with your own eyes? No, maybe I'd like you saw my chart. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's watched a few slow mo guys videos. <laughs> <laughs> but those are movies too, right? I guess so. Okay, if you want to get philosophical, <laughs> <laughs> do, do YouTube videos count as? Oh no! Um, and why wouldn't they? 
what defines a movie. I, I, I guess technically they're movies because they're a recording of something yeah. happening. They're moving it's pictures. Uh, which, I mean, I guess our podcast is also a movie. Yeah. Well, it was a movie. Hey, we, made, <laughs> we, made, we made a movie together. That's true, actually. Directed by Omar and Aman, starring Hamad. Oh, wow. Dude. That's what, dude, low-key for the start of this episode, we could just have, like, the credits <laughs> roll in, you know? Oh, man. <laughs> we should have the end, the whole black screen, and then... Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll have the, the end credits roll in. If I if I end up feeling like editing that, you'll you'll know. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you also mentioned earlier that you're a fan of like uh, video essays. I am. I love watching video. I mean, it's obvious. It's it's like watching a. It's like going to class. But this time I got to choose what class I go to. Yeah, that's that's the awesome thing about video essays. Do you have yeah. a particular like channel or stuff like topic that you like watching videos about? Um. Just whatever movie I watch, like if I like the movie, I'm like I just search it up on YouTube and I type video essay. Nice. Um, there was one I watched recently. They were drawing a connection between Cowboy Bebop, my favorite TV show, and Blade Runner twenty forty nine, my favorite movie. And I was like, oh my god, they made this for you. <laughs> yeah. So it was actually really cool. I like that they actually got the um the voice of Spike Spiegel in Cowboy Bebop to um voice some lines from blade runner oh shoot um, that's cool very cool <laughs> wasn't it like a dream come true <laughs> yeah awesome. it only came out like earlier this week too wow. it, it's great <laughs> yeah yeah uh, yeah some sometimes you watch a movie and you're just like i need to see what it's thought of it because i don't completely understand like that was me yeah. after watching the green like I oh like yeah, three or four artists. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, I'm too stupid to understand all the symbols. I'm someone else that's too. Yeah, I, I need mm-hmm. to. I can't. I can't judge this movie just yet. <laughs> I don't have the. I don't have the yeah. I, or sometimes I'll look at reviews because I, I don't like. I, I need to be validated by other people's opinions <laughs> before making my own. That's true. I I, I, I often will re- will read good reviews after watching a movie I thought was good, and I was like, you know what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm smart too yeah exactly i'm not the only one that liked this movie recently i watched a movie called enemy it's another denny villeneuve movie i didn't get what was going on the whole time but so then i had to watch it was similar to your experience with the green knight i i just watched the video essay i'm like oh i thought it was like pointlessly confusing but it's interesting now that i understand what was going yeah. on definitely i think uh those movies i mean we got we got christopher nolan you know <laughs> who mm. makes movies purposely Tenet. confusing yeah i still haven't seen have you seen Tenet? i watched it twice <laughs> and you still you haven't seen interstellar <laughs> no, I, oh. we, didn't, we didn't do the surprising thing yeah um i have not seen interstellar oh my god you haven't seen interstellar <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's that's, that's nuts. Right? You know Timothy Chalamet is in it. Hmm. You know Timothy Chalamet is in Interstellar. He's in Interstellar. I didn't know that. There's a lot of good I, actors in Interstellar. Is they got Matt? He plays like mm-hmm. I, I, he plays like a minor character. I can't remember who he plays. But mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's one of his first. Yeah, they had um they had a ton of good actors. Uh, I think every actor just, it was such a good movie, man. You have to watch it, please. <laughs> I know I do. <laughs> that and Mad Max Fury Road are two movies I need to see. I know I'm going to love, but I just haven't gone around to them yet. Yeah, I need, I need to see Mad Max Fury Road as well. 
it's okay. There's a time. Yeah. <laughs> you ever have those movies where you're just like, they're just perfectly on your to-do list? You're just like, they're going to say Interstellar it. and Mad Max Fury yeah. Road. And The Godfather. The Godfather is so long. I don't know when I'm going to watch that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just like, you keep putting it off. You start watching other things that you weren't planning on watching. <laughs> it just stays there. And just this, this sense of guilt just, yeah. just grows. Oh, yeah. And just like... <laughs> But then it grows so much, you're like, oh, when I do watch this, it has to be a very special setting. Yeah. And then you're waiting for some special setting to watch that movie, and it never comes. I know. <laughs> I'm, I do the same thing with, like, games that I need to play, shows that I gotta watch. Omer knows just for my last <laughs> brotherhood. It's, it's taken me, like, years to get around to it, and now I'm finally watching it. And then games mm-hmm. to play, I just have, like, this incredibly long list, and I'm like, you know, like, I'll, I'll sit down and play this game when I have, like, a few hours. Then I have a few hours, and I'm like, you know, I don't really feel like it. <laughs> Yeah, that was me because like uh, there's a lot of games because uh, like I don't like I even bought the game and sitting there in my Steam library I have it downloaded. It's taking up space. And I'm just like, you know, I could play Hades. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> For me, it was Rocket League. <laughs> it's just every single time I was just like, you know, I could do this or I could play Rocket League again. And that's the story of how I got to 15 hours in Rocket League. That's why I can't hate up too much on people who just keep watching the over and over because I'm just like, I'm doing the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I, although I will say that if I'm like rewatching a show or something, like I'm, I'm definitely depressed. Like, this is just not a good time for me. If I'm watching The Office again for like the third time, <laughs> you guys will know I'm not okay. But if I'm watching anime, things are going well. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, I don't often rewatch stuff. Like, there's a couple of things I specifically I'll rewatch, like Spider Verse. I I rewatched that several times. Uh, yeah, and like both Full Metal Alchemist series, I will rewatch every year. Yeah, rightfully so. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> and like the only other time, pretty much, I'll rewatch is if I haven't seen it forever and I want to see it again, or like if something's getting a new season and I haven't watched. Like I rewatched the first two seasons of Attack on Titan. So rewatch, yeah. When season four was coming out, because I stopped in the middle too, I was like, I don't remember what happened except some people died and died was happy. Yeah, I don't know. And a lot happened, <laughs> and uh, yeah. But I, I think like I also enjoy rewatching something if I want to like show it to someone. But I will often use that as an excuse just to see something again. <laughs> so I'll just be like, that's that's, that's what I did with Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, I was like, yeah. That's what I did with Inside with you. I was just like, "Hey, Umar, you should really watch this uh, this Netflix special by Bill Burnham. It's really good." I still haven't seen that. It's so good, man. I think you really like it, man. I think everyone really like it, though. I really, mm-hmm. I, I am a little biased. It's absolutely. See, the experience is kind of ruined. The experience is a little bit ruined for me because of TikTok. Yeah, I know. Oh, but all the yeah, you already like mm-hmm. knew some of the stuff. I watched it like very early the on. Jeffrey, so, the Jeffrey Bay's. Yeah, I, I watched. Don't go with DMCA. I think if I, yeah, I think if I hadn't gotten on TikTok and heard like half the songs before, yeah. I'd see the show would have been a lot, yeah, it would have been a better experience for exactly. me. Exactly. Um, I, I, I just loved it in general. I think like, I really liked it, but like what hit me afterwards was just like thinking about it and then like listening to the songs afterwards and just being like, it was like a week of just like, oh my God, everything's pointless. <laughs> We're all going to die. It was, it was a stare at the ceiling kind of week after that, but it was it was phenomenal. One hundred percent recommend it. I would definitely throw it on your list, including Interstellar and Mad Max. Mm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, 
three back to 3d okay. art or <laughs> just um you know creative expression in general um or i don't know i mean what are your i guess like kind of uh nearing the end like what are your thoughts on someone getting into because i know that I've, I've tried to get into art and i've tried to to get into like ways that i can creatively express myself um because there's just some things that you can't express with words um what are your thoughts or like any advice to someone who's looking for that but just can't find the motivation because when you see like oh, I, can't, I guess i can't make an explosion to create my own movie like and you get to that point like what was the turning point for you that you were like you know i want to get into this anyways just broaden your horizons try anything and everything I started with trying to make a movie. I was really bad at that. Then I went to, um, actually went to origami and tried to do a lot of weird origami stuff that they, I, I wasn't, I, I don't know. It, was, it wasn't fun. <laughs> then I tried 3D art and I, that's, that clicked for me. Everybody, I feel like everybody has something that clicked, whether it be art, 2D art, 3D art, poetry, literature, um, filmmaking. Uh, everybody should have something to express themselves with yeah <laughs> just try everything and every anything and everything yeah i like that i think creative <laughs> expression is one of the best ways to to let certain things out um, instead of just mm -hmm. you know bottling in whatever it is because sometimes it's like instead of just talking about it because like sometimes you like you either don't want to talk about it or you just don't even know the words to describe like what you're feeling and then you start like writing you know writing a poem or drawing something out and then it ends up like putting itself together um which is a very beautiful thing so yeah i definitely love that form of creators we've talked about it so many times just how, how amazing art is you've had so many artists on so here many. <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> but honestly like having artists on here is one of our favorite things just because i don't know i guess we really believe in human expression and creativity more than anything just because mm. i guess that's what makes us human right because um, that's what makes us that. human oh oh my god <laughs> oh, that's crazy <laughs> yeah i'm i'm very profound today. wow yeah, just because you know yeah that's big. I, I, haven't even, I haven't even seen Blade Runner 2049. <laughs> Clearly, because I don't think that's the answer that they ended up with. <laughs> but, but I think. Uh, but yeah, I recommend everybody watch Blade Runner 2049. You don't even need to watch the first movie, just watch the sequel. Amazing. No, I have to. For this. So that, that's exciting. I think, yeah, just creative expression. And, and I think one of the craziest things um, to me, and uh, I think a lot of people this is when you feel something that you're like especially with nostalgia or something like that that's like so difficult to like put into words like what you're feeling at that point you're mm -hmm. just like what is this you know like you or like traveling a lot of the times you'll like go through you know certain emotions and certain experiences and just be like you know like what is this that i'm feeling but like you don't like think that in the moment you'll just be like afterwards you'll just be like man i would i just want to like bottle that experience and like have it forever but you can't really like mm -hmm. when you tell someone like oh i did this when i was out and you know like the, on this trip or like you know this was what happened to me last week like they truly will never like feel what you felt but i think the closest that we can mm -hmm. get to that is creating some form of art that can invoke that emotion um which i think is is the most beautiful thing and that was one of the reasons <clears throat> that i loved your piece because it like kind of like bottled a certain emotion that I just couldn't, that I just didn't have the words to express myself. So. Yeah. It's, it's like that, uh, uh, you know, in Ratatouille, the 
food critic when he has that moment where he's just sucked back into his childhood eating yeah. something. Yeah. I think, oh, for me, and I think for a lot of people, that would be sort of encapsulated what nostalgia is really like, right? Because nostalgia, it's kind of hard to put into words. Normally, when you say just like, yeah, it's something I'd like when I was a kid, but it's not exactly right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't have nostalgia. You like cheese when you're a kid. You don't have nostalgia for cheese. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like I a, do. It's like a <laughs> deep... <laughs> no, you have a nostalgia, nostalgia for the flavor of cheese. True. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's something deeper and uh, yeah, 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 more something you feel from your soul than something physically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think that. Um... That Ratatouille reference is the perfect thing to encapsulate all of the things that we've talked about today. You know, with cinema, um, creative expression, nostalgia, all of it. I, I got chills when you said that. I'm not even going to lie. It's also a 3D animated movie. It is a 3D animated movie. I think that Ratatouille... With no explosions. With, uh, <laughs> is that... Okay, I mean... It would have been dope if it had a flavor. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's our explosion. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's the perfect way to just uh, capture everything we've talked about today. And um, we, we like to, I know I've already kind of asked you for advice, but um, if there's any other kind of closing remark that you have uh, before we end off, we'd love to hear it. Um, so the stage is yours. Um, I'll say it's COVID and we're all depressed. Um, we're all feeling different emotions. Find something to express yourself with. Um, don't leave yourself idle. With idleness, you become even more depressed. Um, stay active. Do stuff that makes you happy. If you, um, yeah, don't, don't, don't be sad. <laughs> oh, I never thought about it like that. Stop <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> being sad, kid. Oh well. All right. Oh, thank you so much for being podcast Ahmad. All right. And, thank you for uh, having yeah. me. Yeah. So, uh, everyone, we will see you when we see you next. And uh, as always, be sure to follow us at a cup of coffee pod on uh, Twitter and Instagram and TikTok. And uh, send us an email at a cup of coffee at gmail.com if you're interested in the podcast. Jimmy Nerds, uh, Anyway, we'll see you all next time. Bye, bro.